கேக்க இன்கேஸ் யூ ஆர் எயிட்டி ஃபார் ஒன் இன் எயிட் ஓவர்ஸ் ஆர் நைன் ஓவர்ஸ் would you send kohli or would you send surya kumar yadav i would send surya kumar yadav so kohli is the player who you still think they will look at someone who might end up floating if they have a really good start it's possible that they're looking at him as like you know the badrinath of 2010 csk i think you got your headline is is virat kohli the new subramanian badrinath <laughs> oh my word So hello and welcome to ESPN Cricket Post Cup Mike we are what one day out from the start of the Asia Cup and we when i say we i mean Gaurav Sundararaman and Karthik Krishnaswamy and myself Karthik Iyer have gathered here today to talk about not this one tournament not even one team in this one tournament but one particular player yes this is that episode we spend on Virat Kohli welcome gentlemen Gaurav uh, you've been waiting for this episode for a while now excited uh, first for starters i'm glad you got the start of the asia cup right as saturday which is the sri lanka mm. afghanistan game and not the india pakistan game which everybody is waiting for so uh, that's a good start kohli has been debated in all mediums i think video text the only thing is left is audio so i thought let's uh, do that as well yeah yeah it, it will be a fun fun to listen to you all and where do you all think virat kohli particularly stands in india's T20I scheme of things. Karthik Krishnaswamy, welcome. It's been a long time since we've had you on Stump Mike. I don't remember the last time. Actually. So is is this is yeah. this a good episode to bring you in about about Virat Kohli? I don't know. We'll have to find out, right? <laughs> I know that like there was a piece I wrote a couple of years ago about Kohli in T20 that well was a little controversial, let's just say. I don't know. I don't know if my views are exactly the same right now or slightly changed. but yeah we'll 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 see as we go yeah it, it did ruffle some feathers particularly online that 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 piece but anyway let's get into it okay so virat kohli he's missed the last few series gorav sundaraman we'll start with you he's now back in india side for the asia cup as it stands he's going to play the asia cup then there are a few more series is it safe to assume gorav let's just start with the obvious question out of the way that this is leading up to him being there in the world cup yeah i think it's a no brainer i think uh, india as a country uh is big time on hero worship i'm not saying that he's there because of that but it's very very hard to take these calls and if if it doesn't go as per plan then these calls will be like really criticized big time and we know that it's happened in the past uh, i think even uh, in the 90s sachin was never uh, ever questioned but you know people around him were always players who could be dropped uh, and have been dropped also david was dropped even though he's uh, a legend by himself so I think Virat has attained that kind of status and it's very hard and nobody is going to go and communicate it to him uh, that uh, we don't see you uh, in these plans but what I think they have done indirectly or uh, a team around him is to make sure he can actually improve his game and play the style which India want to when seven other people actually play in a style you know indirectly are forced to do that you kind of fall into that mold and you have to practice for that i think they've done that very well they have made sure that uh, they are able to uh, get everybody else to play in a particular way so i i i won't be surprised if he automatically just seamlessly plays like that whether that works or not we don't know we'll have to wait and see but yeah i think he's definitely in the plans and experience matters karthik especially in these high uh, uh, stake games at least in a world cup uh these things matter a lot and i think uh, just for that experience uh, kohli should be there karthik we'll 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 get your answer out of the way as well 
Virat Kohli 100% at the World Cup as long as he's fit and firing. Yes or no? I mean, I don't think they're going to drop him unless unless he just has a horrible like Asia Cup and then Australia, South Africa just doesn't score a run anywhere and then they like forced to make that kind of move. I don't see them leaving him out. And the point about experience is, you know, I've questioned this in the past, like that people say, oh, it's Australian conditions. You need uh, someone who can handle those kinds of conditions in even in a T20 World Cup. To which I, I mean, one issue I have with that is Australian white ball conditions are generally like beautiful to bat on and, you know, the ball just comes on to the bat. But the other thing is that Virat Kohli's biggest T20 weakness is on slower pitches where the, you know, he has to like manufacture power against the spinners and like, you know, clear the field and he struggles to do that. In Australia, that'll be maybe less of a concern. And also, uh, some of his strengths might also be a little more suited to larger grounds, like, you know, uh, placing the ball for twos and stuff. Although that the merits of that kind of approach can be debated. It brings a little more value in Australian conditions, in on Australian grounds specifically, than maybe anywhere else in the world. Yeah, you spoke about the merits of that, but I I can never help but mark out when commentary sometimes goes, oh, he's converted a one into a two. And I mean, you, there, there is a... There is, there is a very weird space for that in, in the T20 game, I suppose. So, now we'll go to what Gaurav was talking about, about India's style of play. Now, we've seen this new aggressive style that both Rahul Dravid, the captain Rohit Sharma, they've spoken about. Karthik Kohli tried it uh, in, in the few games that he played a, a little while back. Mixed results, safe to say. But this is this is this is a player who's who's been there, who's done that, who's proven it before. He can adapt pretty easily. It's... It's, I don't think it'll be too tough for him to adapt to an approach that India wants to take. See, Kohli at his best, which was a few years ago, the issue was never ability, but like intent. I feel that back in, say, even 2018, if he wanted to, he could have batted in this style, which is come in and immediately uh, start playing his shots right from the start. We saw in England where he was coming down the track to uh, trying uh, David Willey, I think, and like, trying to hit him out of the park uh, from the pretty much the first over he was there. Earlier, Kohli, I think he could have done that also. We've seen him play innings like that as well, like whether it's in 50 overs or T20 cricket, where, you know, like that Jaipur uh, 100 against Australia, 51 balls. But right now, the, we'll have to see over this Asia Cup and uh, next two series, whether he can still do it. I don't necessarily say he can't, but it's going to be a challenge for him to adapt because he's been playing in a certain way for such a long time. And he's been out of form as well. Gaurav, do you sense this? Based on, it's like, like you and I, I think are on the same page that Virat Kohli, if it 100% will be there. I don't think Karthik is as as sure. It, it's coming across in his voice that he needs to have a good Asia Cup. He needs to have good series against against Australia. Is there still that fear that, that yeah. Kohli could be dropped? Are you, are, you, are you now having a few doubts? Not really, because I think... Uh, if I read reports correctly, I think they're not going to play their main team uh, for the South Africa series. I think they want to go early to Australia and kind of uh, uh, acclimatize. So they have literally like what, about five plus three against Australia. So eight T20Is. It's happening to Jason Roy, but it may not happen that he scores zero, one, five, seven. These kind of scores may not end up happening. He will have those good 20s, 30s, I think uh, the odd game here and there, which will be enough to convince people that he has his uh, he's there for the world cup i think 
the bigger issue is which i wanted to even ask kartik that he says that um, uh, at 27 he was or 26 he was far a better player and he's not sure if he can do that uh, at this point in time is it because uh, like what i think all of us fail to understand is a lot of people say akash chopra had written it's not technical it's a bit of technical and mental uh, and i just feel that we are judging him wrongly with respect to t20 in the sense that the high benchmarks which are there uh, is very hard to kind of replicate in t20 uh, just what he did in 2016 etc is not something which uh, everybody can do it especially in t20 eyes in a league you know you still play consecutively 14 games you know you can get on the kind of hot form like josh butler did but in t20 eyes how many of us even remember the t20 i which happened like 4 5 months back right we talk about england but maybe the t20 as before that we don't know what kohli did when i asked the question about kohli i literally forgot who the opposition was when when he looked okay playing those this thing exactly it was i think uh, so a good 25 of 10 will never be remembered when it comes to kohli i feel that's my personal view because his standards are high and people are still behind that 71 number so we have to figure out a we have to see how to judge kohli i think if he changes his approach he gets out early trying to hit a 6 totally fine if he tries to hit 25 of 10 totally fine he gets out and if he goes on to play that's great how do you judge him then is that 11 of 6 remember that he did in the previous where i think there was a 6 involved in that in that knock as well and he got out playing his shots yeah so that's i think that's fine because that means you've made him subconsciously change his approach and that approach is high risk and most of the players are going to get out like that it's very hard to score 85 or 40 consistently right when you start what i think the team wants is even at 9 overs 50 for 4 i want you to try hitting a 6 simple i think that's all the message will go out to a player don't worry about your wicket there will be days when it's 130 all out how they deal with a high pressure game in a world cup that will come to that later whether they continue to do this back themselves but so we'll have to judge kohli like that but not what he did for rcb in the what he did for rcb was a slightly challenging thing in my view uh, he used to play 40 balls and score 50 he used to play 35 balls and score 40 those, those things you know it that might be more detrimental because he's batting at number 3 and that kind of puts pressure on Uh, the likes of Surya, Pant, DK, etc. Right. Okay. Karthik. So Kohli in the T20 game. You you wrote an article uh, that we have referenced earlier today. I don't remember it very well. It was something to do with and the anchor, right? In yeah. in in the side. Just for the sake of our listeners, explain the article in brief. What you tried putting out there and whether your your views on Kohli as that player remains the same or not. So I uh, so the. This was basically written at a time when Kohli was pretty much bang in form. Uh, you know all the stuff about his lean run and like across formats, all that was yet to happen. And so at that point, it was assumed that Kohli is like you know one of the world's best T20 players as well, apart from every other format. But uh, it was through the lens of Kohli, it it kind of spoke about the concept of an anchor in T20 and whether it's really beneficial to have one in a team right so it wasn't i wasn't necessarily trying to attack kohli there in fact i said you know he is probably at that time he was probably you know the best anchor going around in t20 but do you really need anchors was the basic one line kind of summary of that piece what's changed since then is that he has you know not been in that kind of rhythm anymore and like you know while people say oh it's tech not not technical it's mental you've seen him like try different things in this time it's not like he's just stuck to his method and 
there were times there has been i mean it's a complicated issue right in like test cricket for example he's had to bat on a lot of difficult pitches against some really good bowling and it's not like he's the only guy who struggled there's also been the issue of luck like you know like i did a piece where like his cover drive i think at that point i don't know if the it remains the same the trend was that like he was getting out to the cover drive a lot more while actually not being while being in control a little more frequently than in like say an earlier period so all of this it's it's not a simple issue the issue of kohli's form but at some level you can start seeing it in his game as well where uh, you mentioned rcb there was there were a couple of innings for rcb where he was scratchy that doesn't you know really happen that didn't used to happen even when he was scoring slowly or whatever there you could say okay is he showing the right kind of intent here uh, i'll give you another example which was in last year's t20 world cup where was trying repeatedly to hit uh, mitchell santner inside out and he just wasn't able to pierce the field uh right so the intent was there but he wasn't actually pulling it off uh so so therefore which is why i'm like if it was peak kohli and if it was this team management saying you know you're going to go out there and everybody just goes plays this attacking brand of cricket kohli would have bought into it and and i'm sure he would have found a way to succeed as well score runs contribute right now he could like turn this around quickly but he i feel that he needs to not just because he's not been among the runs but also because like look at the number of uh batters kind of competing for those spots and so at some point you have to ask that question of okay uh like you know does he merit being in the 11 ahead of whoever like say adipak hooda who can bowl a couple of overs sanju samson or whoever like all the guys they've tried so far so and uh, it might even come to a point where they have to drop one of rishabh pant or uh, dinesh karthik or maybe kl rahul to accommodate kohli so all these things like whether kohli fits into the 11 ahead of all these guys right now i think the thinking is yes because he at like you know his ceiling is so high but uh, whether he can do it we'll see i think over the next few games matches were kk in case you are 80 for one in eight overs or nine overs would you send kohli or would you send surya kumar yadav i would send surya kumar yadav i mean nine overs you only have 11 overs to go i would send surya kumar yadav for sure so kohli is the player who you still think they will look at someone who might end up floating if they have a really good start yeah it's possible it's possible that they're looking at him as like you know the badrinath of 2010 csk i think you got your headline is is virat kohli the new subramanian badrinath <laughs> oh my word kartik you'll probably have to like i don't know get off social media for a long time <laughs> see if india had like a 2016 type team where you know their other batters are struggling like shikhar dhawan rohit sharma were not in form Yuvraj Singh and Suresh Raina were on their way out of the team, and again struggling through that tournament. And it was a really poor lineup that he was carrying, and he was clearly the best player in that lineup. Right now, like the number of options India have, like to fit him in, feels like there's a little bit of force fitting going on. But by taking that call, KK, my question is that means you're still as a management, you're saying that Kohli is not being given that. opportunity to kind of do that 
uh, style of play which the team wants right you're still trying to tell people that hey this he's he cannot do that role so i'm sending in surya kumar yadav do you think that's something they would go ahead and still do it's going to be a bad message to send out because and it's going to be a little unfair on kohli uh, given that he only had those two matches against england pretty much and i think west indies did he play earlier this year at home it's not like he's had the same he's had the same opportunities as other people he's been rested a lot maybe they could have played him in one more series somewhere or yeah ideally i would have liked to see him get a run of games to show that he can or show that he can't fit into this thing feeling that right now it feels like an awkward fit in the larger scheme of things now if if we just move away a little bit from t20s and just you know this entire concept of now it's been 1000 days uh, of virat kohli not having scored a century that like gorav you said it doesn't mean that he's been out of form for this entire period of time it's just been that he hasn't touched three digits in when when he's been batting is as this happened to a player gorav will start with you of this magnitude before do you remember any instances and especially i would say in with these superstar players not 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 someone like say a pujara who's grinded out so many runs in his career but to this level of you know fandom and everything else that goes along with it yeah actually i was uh, thinking about it i was talking to a few people i don't think it's happened to sachin sachin's managed to kind of pull out knocks even at when he's not been in form yeah, whereas if you look at ponting and dravid i think both had a uh, a uh, uh, time when they were not really uh, scoring these kind of runs and that is more towards the fag end of their career not uh, at the peak of their career or not in the early 30s if i remember right i think ponting was more from uh 2008 to 2011 just after 2008 i think 2009 to 11 he had a tough time and then he kind of got a century against india and uh, i think he came back to form and uh, dravid also around that period 2007 to the 8 to 2009 uh, that kind of period i felt dravid was under pressure and he was not scoring and like even if he was scoring that mohali 100 was yeah i think it felt like a big relief for him but even the game the previous game when I, mean, i think again with sehwag when he was uh, against south africa uh, i think uh, when sehwag scored at 300 uh, he was not playing you know when he's they're not in the zone they were out of form for some amount of time and they were under a lot of pressure i remember david being in a lot of pressure a lot of scrutiny came and then it was a sense of relief and he kind of extended his career a little bit and he had a great uh, second that 2011 became a great year for him so uh, yeah so it's happened to the greats but i think the expectation kohli set and we all started saying 50 centuries and so many things we started building in our heads when he was uh, churning out one after another but i think reality has hit and yeah again a lot of people have really good uh, finishes to their career they still have four five uh, years where he can really peak and do extremely well sachin's best year is 2010 uh, he scored so many runs uh, that year so uh, who knows uh, uh, nobody's like saying he won't do but t20 i think we have to look at it slightly differently that's all is my point the ponting comparison is is interesting though because i think a lot of people consider them similar characters at least uh, if if not if not similar types of players but you mentioned ponting against india i remember that vividly he came back into form and you know the jokes about how indian bowlers get everyone back into form and then he played west indies and he did look great against the west indies and then it was south africa in australia where 
that Jack Collins delivery, like which literally told him that you have to go. You're saying Kohli still has four, five years more. Though. Yeah, 100%. I think it's uh, just the workload, the formats, all those things might change a little bit. I don't think that was a pressure which the older cricketers had. Now you have too many things to focus about. So my gut feel is they, I think this T20 World Cup would be his last T20 World Cup. Uh, I think if they win or even if they don't, I think he will maybe take a backseat from T20 eyes. And again, 2023 could be his last ODI World Cup and then he'll go on to play test matches for under two, three years. It's just my uh, feeling because it's a home World Cup and there are some milestones to look forward to. Like uh, I keep saying Ben Stokes wouldn't have quit ODIs in my view if he had not won the 2019 World Cup. So, you know, there are things, uh, cricketers, even though they may not accept it, there are certain milestones they have. So uh, I think that's how I look at it. So he does have under four five years, and and I think his ODI form has been great. Uh, a lot of people don't uh, look at it as great because he didn't score hundreds, but I think he has like six fifties in ten innings or something like that. KK, do you concur across formats? Kohli has been like pretty all right. You can go test ODI and T20 we have covered. Yeah, I think uh, the issue with ODI is now. I mean, I completely agree with pretty much everything Gaurav said now, and. Uh, the issue is that India, I think, play the, I mean, among the teams, one of the fewest ODIs is for India in the next 2023-27 to cycle. So, Kohli is not going to play that many more ODIs, even if he plays a lot of ODIs. Uh, but, yeah, 2023 World Cup is going to be hugely important for him, I'm sure. And uh, I don't know about, like, retirement and stuff, but, like, it'll be a milestone that he'll want to, like, cross. Uh, yeah, I can't, yeah. To this T20 World Cup probably is last, like Gaurav said, and uh, T20Is, I think, see, unless he just, unless something clicks and he just becomes this player who comes in at number three and starts smashing, like, you know, 30 or 15 and getting out or, or not getting out and scoring, like, crazy runs, um, unless he becomes that kind of player, I think there will be, whether he himself steps away or there'll be some kind of conversation saying, look, we have all these other young guys who are doing amazingly well. And then that that spot, you know, it needs to like be go to someone else now. So one way or the other, yeah, this he may not have too much left as a T20I player. He'll of course continue playing the IPL. And Test Cricket, yeah, I, I mean, I foresee like at least another one or two big years, like, you know, like peak type years, like Sachin's 2010 as... Uh, Gaurav mentioned. Or even Joe Root, like, you know, he's had a couple of amazing years, but before that, he was struggling to convert 50s into 100s and stuff. So, there's a period where, oh, is, you know, does he have a problem? These things just happen to players and then you end up finding patterns and, like, uh, looking for causes into things. They just happen sometimes. So, I do think he has at least a couple of really big years left as a test batter. Is it, is it fair to ask... Is this because of the standards that Virat Kohli himself has set? Now, I'm talking across format as a cricketer, as this persona, as this character, as this talent that he is. That he is, I won't even say at a crossroads, he's beyond that crossroads. And this is probably, you know, how would Kohli like to be remembered? Does he like go into the sunset with his bat in the hand and his head held high? Or is it going to be a bit of a struggle for, for, for a few years? I mean, even if he struggles for the name, I mean, until he retires or something, he's still done enough to remain. I mean, he's one of India's top four uh, batters of all time and top 
two if you are bringing in white ball cricket as well so like, you should name the fourth kick test two <laughs> yeah i mean you know the <laughs> basically the three with more than 10000 runs and 50 plus averages and kohli i mean like even if he doesn't score another run he's still going to be like considered one of india's greatest ever cricketers so what does he need to do like i guess there's there's nothing left to prove but like both of you all said i don't think like cricketers go out to prove things i mean if they do that then they're actually hampering themselves they i mean yeah he's just going to go there look to score runs and you know do what he's good at and that yeah. there is that distinction right there is probably nothing to prove he doesn't have to but they are sportsmen so sportsmen and women so there are those targets there are those milestones winning a world cup is probably one playing in a one is probably one so he will want to go and do his best at least at least on that on that stage especially if this is this is going to be his last okay so it's the asia cup that is starting tomorrow india versus pakistan listener is on sunday now we're not going to get into a full preview of the tournament guys but i want to spend a few minutes on india squad just broaden this discussion out a little bit from virat kohli because we've seen a lot lot has been said and done about india's teams how india can probably play two or three three teams and and you can still have competitive series as we've seen over the past against who was it against ireland then in zimbabwe the odi series england before that how close gorov do you think this asia cup squad is to the one we'll see at the t20 world cup I think we're almost there. I don't think there's any major change apart from the injuries. Uh, I think Bumrah and Harshal will just walk in, and uh, I think it's more key for slightly the fringe players, fringe in the sense people who may not make the eleven. I think who fits the twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That also, I think uh, a couple of people have uh, have to be there purely on backups as uh, as skilled players. So uh, I think a guy like Ashwin. looks like they're going to take him but i don't know whether he will find the place in the 11 uh, in australia so uh, if he delivers some really good performances that will get them to start thinking about the combination uh, jadeja with the ball i'm very very curious to see how he can kind of up that game of his because again you're playing him as an all-rounder and he's someone who's taken up that key position and they playing him more for his batting and fielding than his bowling now the question would pop up in david's mind is whether do you want to play uh, at number 7 do you want to play a proper bowler like the rajasthan royals did play a 6 plus 5 combination and keep chareja out or are you okay to make sure that he bowls his four overs as long as it's not too uh, as he's okay if he doesn't get wickets but Uh, if he's economical, so those are small decisions they have to take. But I think more or less it's uh, set. I think Bumrah and Harshal walk in, and two players uh, uh, go out from this squad. I, I think Ashdeep could uh, make it as the uh, second uh, as the backup bowler. Uh, I think Avesh will surely go out. I think Huda will stay. So I think yeah, it'll be Huda and uh, Ashdeep would be the ones who stay from this squad in uh, my view. there has been the stat we have done it on on social how over the over 2022 india's two top scorers have been ishan kishan and shreyas ayer in in this format neither of them are there in this asia cup side fair call to leave them out if if we are giving we have already spoken about a player that we have given such a long rope to of course it comes with plenty of caveats so is this uh, can can they feel hard done by if they don't make the final 15 shreyas ayer is had like i mean he's played pretty much every series like you know there's been like limitations in his game that have been shown up in that time so you know and every team is going to target those limitations 
very consciously and it was happening in the IPL as well when uh, like when KKR were playing. So, uh, Shreyas Sayar, I don't think he has a case to feel hard done by. I do think he's a superbly talented player and that he'll come back from this and he'll be a better player for it. Uh, Ishan Kishan, yeah, in that South Africa series, he was India's highest run-getter and since then he's barely played. Who is playing instead of him? Like, really, really good players are playing. So, you know, that's the, that's where Indian cricket is right now. So, it's hard, it's a little hard on him to have to go through this, but he, I mean, it's understandable. And, you know, if you're like in a straight shootout between Ishan Kishan and Rishabh Pant, you'd pick Rishabh Pant. Uh, I, I would pick Rishabh Pant. I don't know, like, generally, like, what other people would say. But, like, so, that's basically the thing. Like, you know, like, you're one sort of left-handed, versatile guy who can bat, who can open or in the middle order and keep wickets. So, between, there's only one, room for only one of them in this whole squad, pretty much. And, like, that's gonna go to Rishabh Pant. Along the same lines though, but where, where do you stand on KL Rahul? There's been a lot said and done about, about KL Rahul. The poor guy has gone through COVID, he's had a surgery. Where do you stand on them in this T20 side? Of course, he's he's that good a player that he comes in to this Asia Cup squad, but it's it's probably more important for him than what we spoke about Kohli as well. He's probably where Kohli was 2020, uh, you know, where that I wrote that piece about anchors and like, where, you know, it's for KL Rahul, for a while now, it's been a case of, like, intent rather than ability. There was a debate whether it's the team that's wanted him to play that way or whether he's played that way despite, like, you know, teams being set up differently. Uh, you know, both at Kings Levin, uh, both at Punjab Kings and at uh, Lucknow, uh, there were always these innings where, you know, there'd be, like, mounting uh, uh, required rate and he'd start watchfully, play watchfully through the middle overs as well and he has the game to bat in an entirely different way. I don't know, it's a case of him having to buy into the new template that India has seemingly set and uh, he'll have to, I think. If he Like, he's not Kohli. I mean, people aren't going to be like, uh, how dare you leave him out? So, if he doesn't buy in or if he doesn't perform in the Asia Cup or Thereafter, there's a chance he could slip out simply because there's so many other players vying for those spots. Okay, so one final question before I let the two of y'all go. Gaurav, we'll start with you. We'll give KK a minute to think. Now, assuming at the World Cup, yeah, Hardik and uh, DK are numbers 5 and 6 in that batting order. Pick your top four. Did you just say Hardik and DK? Mm-hmm. That itself I don't think will happen. But Oh, okay. Uh, then go, give me your top six. KL, Rohit, mm-hmm. Kohli, Surya. Pant, Hardik, Jadeja. Alright, fair enough. Oh my God. The man of the moment, our finisher, you've taken him out of the side. Anyway, Karthik. See, on ability, I would still pick KL Rahul, right? Because he can, like if he can be the perfect guy to fit into this team, but curiously, both in like ODIs and T20, like when he's opened, he's not really batted that way. So, I'd like to see him do that. So, pretty much the same uh, KL, uh, Rohit, uh, I wouldn't pick Kohli only because like there's so much other competition, mm-hmm. but okay, it's it's my team. I'm the selector here. Yes. Okay. So, uh, KL, Rohit, um, uh, Surya Kumar Yadav, Rishabh Pant, Ardik Pandya at 5, Dinesh Karthik at 6, uh, Ravindra Jadeja at 7. 
Excellent. Okay. Now that's that's a good one. There, there is like you guys mentioned, there is something special about KL. There is a lot special about Virat Kohli as well. But now this episode has been about Virat Kohli. We, we just have to play a waiting and a watching game. The Asia Cup starts on August the 27th and India versus Pakistan is on this Sunday, August 28th. It's crunch time for both Virat Kohli and KL Rahul. Kartik Swami, Gaurav Sundaraman, thank you so much for joining us on Stump Mike. Before we leave though, Gaurav, listeners will get to watch you on some of our shows, right? So do you want to pitch that as well on T20 timeout? Yeah, uh, just that we're, we're going to be doing a lot of shows for uh, the Asia Cup this time. And it's not just the India games. There's lots more happening with other teams as well. Different teams and different phases uh, in, uh, of rebuilding, right? Bangladesh uh, and Afghanistan, Sri Lanka, they're all going to be good teams. And remember, listeners, uh, India and Pakistan have never met in the final of the Asia Cup. So uh, I, every time people want an India-Pakistan final. So uh, yeah, watch T20 timeout for more such nuggets. Yeah, excellent. So you can see Gaurav Sundaraman on T20 Timeout. Karthik Krishnaswamy, of course, will be covering one of our people who will be covering the Asia Cup for us on ESPN Quick Info. So you can read all that he's written. And if you haven't checked out that anchor piece from a few years ago, do go and check that out and, and tweet him your views. I'm sure he doesn't mind an interaction or two on social media. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. Listener, we'll catch you next week. 